Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Way. A big thank you to Rainbow Grocery, our favorite grocery store here in the San Francisco Bay Area, for being our sponsor, because a healthy body is a sexy body. And speaking of sexy bodies, everyone, one of the most important ways to get your body healthy and super sexy is to detox it. And we want you to think about how you can detox in 2020, because this is the decade of clear vision, meaning that we can see clearly the areas of our lives that we can evolve, that we can move forward. And certainly one of the cornerstones of evolution is that beautiful instrument you get to travel around in known as your body. So we're going to talk today with a wonderful physician who has the handle, and he is going to share it with you, the handle on how you can detox with some ease and joy, some really great information to keep your body healthy. And after all that partying during the holiday season, this couldn't be a better time to launch a new way of taking care of your precious, precious body. You know, you're only issued one this lifetime. The first, uh, if you're in the San Francisco Bay Area, I want to invite you to join me on Saturday, January 11th here at our Modern Love Training Center for a full day of deep, deep evolutionary training and getting deeply into 2020, your new decade of infinite possibility. Now, what makes it infinite? is that all the ways that we can expand body, emotions, mind, spirit, those are literally infinite possibilities. And we are going to start our day with Chief Philip Scott, indigenous teacher who is going to bring us a beautiful ceremony to launch 2020. And then we're going to get to work clearing any obstacles or blocks your thoughts, your beliefs, your words, your feelings, your actions, so that you clear that stuff out of the way, and then we're going to set our intention for 2020 and create a beautiful, unique vision board that has body, emotions, mind, and spirit on it. And then best of all, you will get to leave with your own video of your 2020 intentions already completed. Now, that's the full package, everyone, so make sure you're here. Go to Eventbrite right now. Grab your seat. Bring friends. Hang on. Okay, I had a little cough there. Now, let's get right into our Dear Dr. Brenda question. It says, Dear Dr. Brenda, I've been dating a lovely woman for the last year. She happens to be African-American. I've decided to ask her to marry me. I've told my family and friends, and everyone congratulates me except my mother, My mother is old school. I can't believe it. She said I should just date her and find a nice white girl to marry. Friends have told me she'll eventually come around, 
but this has left me depressed and concerned for the future, not sure what to do. Oh, dear, not sure what to do. There's only one thing to do. Follow your heart. If you truly love this person, you feel she's a match for you, that you can create a healthy, happy, evolutionary life together, then how she looks on the outside is not nearly as important as who she is on the inside. And certainly, your mother is not going to live your life. You are. So I'm sorry your mom is stuck in, unfortunately, what is clearly a racist mindset, But you are not subscribing to racism. So important for you to say, Mom, I love you. I don't subscribe to your beliefs. I am following my heart. This is the person I want to be with. And it takes courage to break those old boundaries, old rules. But boy, if ever there's a time to step out in courage and faith, 2020 is it, my friends. So not sure? Follow your heart. That's my best advice for you, and I can tell you that there is research, you know, I'm a geek, there is research that interracial couples actually can be stronger and have a lower divorce rate than many same-race couples. Guess why? Because you have to work harder and be more intentional about your love. Okay, let's go back to our main topic So I can introduce you to today's special guest. I am so honored to introduce you to Dr. Stephen Fagg. And Dr. Fagg is a physician who specializes in intestinal disturbance and disorders. He's been doing this for more than 25 years. He was one of the early pioneers in using natural approaches for intestinal microbiota, microbiome imbalances, He's using a functional medicine approach, and he'll tell you more about that. He has successfully guided thousands of people from intestinal distress to intestinal success, and I love that. Welcome to the show, Dr. Fig. So glad to have you with us. Thank you, Dr. Brenda. What a pleasure to be with you today. Good. Now, when you talk about intestinal distress, how would someone know that they're experiencing intestinal distress? What would be the symptoms we should look for? In our world, a lot of people walk around with symptoms that they think are normal, but actually they are signs of stress in the body and and that things are not working as harmoniously as possible. Common things such as bloating, and bloating means that your belly sticks out and poofs out after you eat, or worse, at the end of the day, Um, belching, passing gas, having a sense of indigestion, food not sitting right in your stomach, um, constipation, diarrhea, things, urgency for having a stool, Uh, those sort of things that many people have quite often and they just live with it are really very important indicators that there are imbalances taking place in your body. So a lot of people may have symptoms and not realize that this means something's going on in the body and it needs to be corrected. Now, worst case scenario, if you don't pay attention to these early signs, 
what are the risks that are involved? And you also, I, I read your bio, you also say that fatigue is a symptom of imbalance also in the bio. Yeah. Yes. Um, so what are the risks involved? Well, we have to look at the fact that when there's imbalances in one's intestinal tract, that they can affect the entire body. So we don't just see belly symptoms, but we also see fatigue, brain fog, um, uh, mood swings, in women, hormone imbalances, because one's liver detoxifies one's intestinal tract, and that same liver also detoxifies and processes our hormones. There is a lot of scientific evidence that many illnesses start in the gut. That includes autoimmune disease, meaning that your body is attacking itself, um, uh, mood swings, uh, even cancer and serious illnesses can be related to what's going on in your gut. Wow, that's amazing. So the gut really is kind of the birthplace of good health or bad health. So what do we need to be aware of in terms of taking care of the gut? And you use the word biome, as did I. And for those who don't know, what the human biome is and what it does and where it lives in the body. Would you just give us a quick layperson's explanation of that, please? Yes, I think you're talking about the microbiota or the intestinal microbiota. Mm -hmm. And that refers to the organisms that are living in one's intestinal tract. And there are trillions of organisms, 40 trillion organisms live in our human intestinal tract. These are back, mostly bacteria, but also some uh, fungus and viruses, but predominantly bacterial organisms. Those organisms have a huge life force. The, their life force is greater than the life force of our heart or our brain or any organ of our body. When those organisms are in balance, when those organisms are in the right harmony... Now, these are all, just for those who hear words like viruses and bacteria, thinking, oh, God, kill them. No, no, no. These are friendly organisms yeah. that are there yeah. to help us and perform important functionings, functions for us. Just to be really clear about that, everybody. Exactly. When our organisms are in balance, we can eat food and it gets turned into nutrients for our body. It gets turned, it gets, the food gets turned into vitamins. The food gets turned into antioxidants. The food gets turned into the nourishment that feeds our entire body. And those organisms help consume the food and make substances that keep us healthy substances that stimulate the immune system, substances that feed the cells of our body what is needed to keep them strong and healthy. But in when other words, we wouldn't even be able to break our food down without these organisms. We would not be able to be alive without these organisms. Wow. All right, guys. Got that? These when? organisms are giving us life and we have to take care of them. So when we're giving, uh, you know, giving our organisms food that's not healthy, what happens to them? Okay, well, there's a, co a complex process because if our organisms are out of balance, we can give them the healthiest food in the world, food that's blessed by the highest spiritual authorities, 
food that's meditated and preyed upon and grown organically and biodynamically, if we give, the, uh, if organisms are out of balance in our gut, if those 40 trillion organisms are not in harmony, they will take the best food in the world and turn it into toxic substances, turn it into uh, gas, which we now, will... Now, what makes, what makes them go out of balance? What are we doing here that can make them go out of balance? Well, there are can some people... Organic <laughs> there are some people whose organisms were never in balance. The way that the or, these organisms enter our body is when we pass through the birth canal at birth and our face wipes against the vaginal wall and picks up the organisms that are passed from the mother into the baby. So many of us have never gotten a good start to begin with. But let's say you were blessed to have a beautiful, healthy... Well, not a good start, just to, to illuminate that, just a teeny bit. You're talking of people that perhaps had to have a C-section so they didn't get their, their microbiota dose or something like that happened at birth. Is that what you're referring to? Or women who had imbalanced vaginal microbiomes mm-hmm. and passed the imbalance to their child. Right. Okay. So let's assume that you came into the world and everything was in harmony. Um, using antibiotics, which children commonly take for ear infections and strep throat and all the rest can radically affect the microbiome. Eating processed foods and eating foods that are not vital and healthy can dramatically affect the microbiome. Stress can affect the microbiome. Head trauma. And for most of us, that's probably the main culprit. A combination of food, stress, uh, and medications really comes together to uh, affect most people in terms of altering their microbiome. The better start you have, usually the more resilient you are. The more imbalanced start you have, the more likely you are to be thrown off by these uh, environmental insults that we all are exposed to. So how do we correct for this? Okay, that's a very important question. And when we're looking at, we're entering the year 2020, we want to live as healthy and vital as possible. So in order to do that, we have to detox 2019 and maybe a few years before that as well. So part of it is what we take in. Part of it is the food choices we make, the relationship choices we make. If we're in a stressful relationship, our body doesn't relax. We're under a constant uh, um, uh, physiological stress, and that affects our digestion, how we hold our musculature, our stress levels, and all the rest. So it's a vast topic, but let me just try and touch base on a few things. Certainly eating great food, organic food, food that nourishes our body is very important. However, Many of us have food sensitivities, meaning that even a food that's normally considered healthy may be something that causes problems down the road. So we have to be in tune with our bodies. We have to be in tune with how the food we eat affects us. Secondly, we have to look at what we're bringing into 2020. We have to look at, are we somebody who has issues in our microbiome 
from uh, from previous years or our entire life. How do we begin to shift that? If somebody had a really raucous time for the holidays, they overate and did things they normally don't do, simply returning to a healthy food plan and doing some juices, fresh green juices, usually helps rebalance. That would be getting a juicer, making some juices with cucumber, celery, parsley, a little bit of apple, put some ginger in there. Do a juice fast, one or two days a week for a month. That will be enough to reset most people who were in good shape up until the holidays and then overindulged. Oh, that's great. I'm going to get my juicer out right now. (laughs) (laughs) Celery, parsley, got that, everybody? And the reason Let's do I, it. The reason I say green juices is because a lot of people tend to put high sugar foods into juices, mm. and they put a lot of fruit in, and that would not be the best way to detox. I would suggest more low sugar green juices two days a week for a month, and that will slowly but very powerfully help reset See, you're totally helping me because I load my smoothies with mangoes and bananas and grapes and apples and berries. Okay, so I'll back off on all the fruit. Now, that might be something that you can do occasionally as a maintenance, but we're talking about how to detox um, and, and, and start 2020 off right. So that requires a bit more... Um, um, purity than using high fruit smoothies. Well, if I have to be pure, it's way too late, Doc. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, wh- <laughs> moving on. <laughs> what what I meant was I know what you meant. I'm teasing. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, you are, you may be purely amazing and purely wonderful and oh. purely powerful. So that Thank term you. carries a bigger picture in uh, my book. Great so, answer. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> the second group of people are people who have had issues for more than just between Christmas and New Year's. These are people who occasionally or or constantly have issues such as bloating, gas, and intestinal distress. Those individuals have microbiome imbalances in most cases. Sometimes it's a combination of food sensitivities as well, meaning they're eating food that they think is healthy for them, but it's actually not. For those people... I strongly suggest that we look at their microbiome. We look at what's growing inside their body. We look at what's living in that 30-foot tube called their intestinal tract. Because if those... It's 30 feet long? From the, t- wow. from the mouth to the backside, it's about 30 feet long, yes. That's amazing. And in the tube, as I said, there's 40 trillion microorganisms... And those organisms have a powerful ability to help either create health-providing substances from our food or toxic substances from our food. And so if we look at the microbiome and we can identify some of the microbiota of the intestinal tract and we can identify the imbalances, then we can correct them. So what's the first thing for those who are thinking, okay, okay, I need to figure out if something's going on 
in the microbiota. There are a number of tests out there now. You can even mail in a test and have it tested in a lab. I know there's a company here in the Bay Area called Ubiome that's created a home test. How, how do you rate those tests and how useful are they? Can they give us the information we need to take a quick peek at our biome? That's uh, actually a very detailed and comprehensive, uh, uh, detailed question, but let me do my best to field it. Yes, there are many tests out there, and they don't all aim at the same thing. Some, many of the tests are looking for our diversity, meaning do we have a wide number of organisms? The, the greater the diversity, usually the greater the health of the microbiota. There are other labs that are more specialized in looking for parasites, fungal imbalances, the things that would actually cause your symptoms. So if you're somebody who doesn't tend to have problems and is just wondering about the overall health of their intestinal tract, I would suggest using any of the commercially available labs that you can find online. But if you're somebody who has issues, especially bloating, gas, tiredness after meals, fatigue all through the day, fatigue late afternoon, brain fog, inability to focus, uh, for women, PMS and hormone imbalances especially, then you want to use labs that are more focused on finding the imbalanced organisms or even pathogenic organisms, organisms that are considered disease-causing organisms. Now, let me make a very important distinction. Most hospitals and doctor's offices only look for a very small subset of the microbiota. They look for the very serious infections that would send somebody to a hospital that would cause them to have a lot of severe symptoms. But that's not most of your listeners, Dr. Brenda. That's right. I certainly hope not. The modern love radio (laughs) listeners are all healthy people, right, guys? Are you going to be a lot healthier after this podcast? And on their way to greater health in 2020. Exactly, exactly. That's our whole point. So there's nothing more important in this new year than making sure that your body is healthy. Because after all, if you don't have good health, what have you got? Now, is there a relationship? I know somebody asked me this just a couple of days ago between gut health and struggling with weight issues. And, you know, we're in the age where, thankfully, we've gotten over, or some people at least are getting over, shaming people who are overweight and this sort of thing, or not defining it as overweight and just saying the body you're in is beautiful. Where do we draw the line and where do we know if weight is a symptom or if weight is your genetic destiny and you need to just be comfortable with yourself and your body and rock it? That's probably a very individual question for each person, but let me give you a general overview. Uh, If somebody is holding on to extra weight and they're also fatigued, meaning that their overall energy is low or they have energy crashes either in the afternoon or the evening, if they're holding on to some extra weight and they also notice symptoms like bloating or gas, if they're holding on to extra weight and they have um, significant PMS 
or they have mood swings or other symptoms of hormone imbalances. If they're holding on to extra weight and they have to eat a very specific diet in order to feel good, and if they veer off that, they don't, then there's a very high chance that that excess weight is not healthy weight. That excess weight is part of a picture of lack of optimal health that will respond when you address the underlying causes for all the rest of the symptoms that I mentioned. If somebody has great energy, they feel wonderful, they don't have any symptoms, uh, they're able to exercise and, and uh, build muscle, most likely that extra weight is not um, a, a, a significant a concern as it, as it would be if, they, if this individual had the symptoms I previously mentioned. Mm -hmm. does, that, does that make sense? Totally makes sense. Totally, totally. So weight is a piece of the puzzle. And in many of the clients I work with, we don't aim at weight loss. We aim at health. We aim at addressing the microbiota. We aim at looking at the food choices and optimizing that. And the interesting thing is when we do that, the, their energy comes up without us giving them anything to increase their energy. And their weight starts to come down without us doing anything specific for weight. It's because we're increasing the overall health and removing the stressors. And when we do that, whether it's with our food choices or our relationships, the body usually responds. Great. Well, the body is very responsive. And one of the things that uh, we're getting to the end of our, our time, unfortunately, we have to have you back. One of the things that we know is that if you're having problems with the gut, that it also affects your love life. Would you address that with us for a few minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, what happens in the gut affects the entire body. So if somebody is, has brain fog, if somebody is fatigued, they're not going to be juicy and alive and be able to have those romantic ideas to surprise their partner with. If a woman has a toxic gut, she will not be able to metabolize her hormones, break them down, and utilize them properly. So she will be more likely to have mood swings, PMS, and be emotionally a roller coaster. Mm. That's not going to help one's love life. So getting one's... You can say that again, Doc. Getting one's body healthy raises your energy, increases your vitality, and gives your hormones their optimal shot at being able to make you juicy and have the best love life possible. Mm. Okay, so we want the best love life possible, everybody. You certainly want to be juicy in 2020. So pay attention to your gut. We need to get those green juicing days in there two of those a week for a month to reset your microbiota. So you get the last word, Dr. Fig. What do you want to leave us with that will help us have the healthiest, healthiest year as we start this new decade of the 2020s? My last words would be to love and respect our bodies by feeding them nourishing food 
and looking at any of the addictions or attachments we have to foods that that keep us from being as powerful, loving, and amazing as possible. And if so, I have to just clarify: is chocolate on that list? <laughs> uh, chocolate's on the list. I ideally chocolate that's not made with refined sugar, um, but chocolate can be a very powerful food and actually a medicine. Oh, good. Okay. Thanks, because I've got a bag of chocolate sitting right here on my desk. Let's keep it moving. All right, everybody, I want you to know you can reach Dr. Fig by using a telephone. Yes, a phone. Pick it up. Here is the number, 415-457-1350, 415-457-1350. And that is our special guest today. He's certainly somebody who's got a lot of information, Dr. Stephen Feig, that's F-E-I-G, F-E-I-G. You can reach him, and that's a Bay Area number, San Francisco Area 415. So I'll be calling you, Dr. Feig. There's plenty to talk about, so we're on the road to our best health ever in 2020. And everyone, I want you to use your affirmations more than ever before because you know your brain is a programmable tool and just say, I am in perfect health in 2020. And whatever you have to do to make that your reality, go and do it. And I will see you on January the 11th. That's going to be right here, Modern Love Training Center for 2020, your new decade of infinite possibility. You'll leave with your own vision map and a video of your highest intentions already completed, and you get to work with me and with our wonderful special guest, Chief Philip Scott, who will open this decade for us with a powerful ceremony. I look forward to being with you. Go to Eventbrite. Grab your seats now, now, now. All right, everyone. Have a fabulous 2020. Many blessings. Bye. Oh, and thank you to our executive producer, Cliff Dunning. So grateful to you, Cliff. Okay, everybody. Bye now. Blessings. 